I'm not crying anymore Oh, because I praise the Lord I've been laughing all day long Because of my Lord Welcome to Lost Light and Laughter, an uplifting show about laughter after tragedy. I'm your host, Michelle A. If you're ready for some inspiration and laughter in your life, you've tuned in to the right show. It's time to show love, everybody. Show love one time. Who's strong enough to fight my battles? I know he'll never give me more than I can handle. My love, my king, the one that I... Hey, everyone. Welcome to Lost Light and Laughter, a show about laughing after tragedy. I'm your host, Michelle A. And today I have a special guest with me. I have my good friend, Charlie. Charlie, go ahead and introduce yourself to our audience. I'm Charlie. I've, I am now retired. Uh, I have a total of four kids with a wonderful woman, Anna, who I lost to cancer when she was in her early 40s. And I'm here today just to talk a little bit about what we went through in losing uh who was the love of my life. She was the most in, incredible woman. And she actually owned a magazine that was helping other people with their diets who had experienced challenges with cancer. And she came down with cancer. And of course, that was quite a blow to her audience. And once she came down with cancer, she had to, she gave away the magazine that she had. And she pretty much, we just focused on her health and trying to get her back and a lot of prayer and a lot of prayer with the churches. Anna was a dear, dear soul. Uh, Everyone loved her. I loved her tremendously and didn't ever expect to have to face life without her. I had had a marriage before Anna where I had three kids in that marriage, four kids with Anna. Then after Anna passed, I married again with another. So we, I have a total of eight kids. But at the time when Anna got sick, we had four young kids at home. And I just, you know, I just found it unimaginable to lose her. Not just because of having to raise the kids though either, just because uh, God really reached out to me through her. She was like, a window through which I could see our Abba Father God. And I remember the night when she said, you know, that she felt something in her right breast. And I remember that so clearly. It was just suddenly uh, the whole world changed. And it was a matter of faith that uh, we both strongly believed in our Father God. And we really believed that he would heal. He's done so much healing in our family. And really believed that she would would be healed. But we, you know, went to MD Anderson. We did the full cancer thing with all the treatments, not just chemo, uh, but also a treatment called bio. It was Herceptin, which is for um, her particular cancer, which is her two new positive. Uh, and it looked very positive throughout that, that she would recover. In fact, at one point they did tell her that she was going to be fine. But uh, then there was a sudden and pretty quick relapse of cancer in the brain, and then it went into the spine. Uh, We went to Oasis of Hope, which was a place in Mexico 
where MD Anderson recommended that we go to try to get treatments which they would not be able to offer. We did that and we took the kids with us. We were running around the hospital. All the kids were barefoot and it was an interesting experience being in a place where 50% of the people there had been told they didn't have long to live. And uh, that was because most of them were there with their mates. So you had the mates, their uh, significant other who were there to try to assist uh, the ones who had been told that they were going to die. It was was very interesting to be in an environment where this whole thing that all of us generally have where we think we have time, we have plenty of time, it was an interesting environment to be in where suddenly, you know, you're with all of these people who know that they don't have time, but we still have faith and hope that we will. And we had quite a few people die while we were at Oasis of Hope that we knew and that we had made friends with. Uh, but we still, I never expected for Anna to pass. And <laughs> Anna didn't either. And uh, on our second our second uh, uh, stay there was when she got actually worse. And her cancer went into the brain and then down into the spine. And it was the spinal part of it that was terminal for her. And... Uh, God really, we, we just constantly prayed and we were very involved with the church and God would talk directly to Anna. Anna said once that uh, she had told him that she really needed to live for these four young kids that we had. And she told me that he had told her that, that they really needed him, not necessarily her. And I don't guess I was necessarily was mentioned in that discussion, but... Uh, it's true. God has really looked over those kids, and I was beside myself as you know as we got more and more towards what appeared to be a position where doctors and everyone was just saying there's no way that Anna would be able to make it. And uh, but I just didn't want to give up hope. I kept believing that there was going to be recovery until she actually looked at me and said, you know, that she wanted hospice. She wanted to go to hospice. She wanted, the pain was just too much. The treatment wasn't helping. And then it was like the whole world was gray, but I still knew that Father God was going to take care of these kids and take care of me. And uh, I remained very hopeful. Uh, I know, Michelle, you at one point was talking about when when was the time that that I would be able to laugh Again, I'm, yeah. uh, I'm probably a, a little bit of a different case than a lot of people who grieve because we, throughout the whole, uh, from the first day that, that she experienced locating cancer herself, the doctors didn't find it, she did, uh, from then all the way through until the Lord took her to heaven, we would still smile a lot and uh, we would laugh together even in the hospital during those final weeks. She was just full of joy and beaming with happiness. There's, she almost glowed. Uh, people from church would come to visit her, and uh, they would come in all depressed. And by the time they were leaving, they were laughing. And <laughs> yeah. so it was. She was a bringer of joy, and uh, definitely a bringer of joy in, uh, in my life. God really used her to, uh, you know, to, as a blessing for me, and to really be able to get over. Not having her hasn't happened to me yet. That was, she passed in 2010. 
and this is 2022, so it's been 12 years, Mm -hmm. a little longer than 12 years. She passed in January of 2010. I know I went to grief therapy, you know, immediately took the kids, especially Mm -hmm. because I knew they needed some counseling, and me too. And I would sit there and listen to those who came in to grieve. I remember a couple of people would come in and they had lost their significant other three years earlier. And I was shocked that they were still doing grief counseling after three years. Well, Mm -hmm. I'm still in grief after 12. The thing is that you would ever get over a loss of someone who you really love, but you just realize that, you know, you realized how to live with it and how to uh, how to prioritize your life so that you know that it's not just about you. You know, mm-hmm. she's in a very happy place. Her children, I believe, are being taken care of by our Father God. What happens with me and in my life is not, you know, not what's important. It's not the story. Mm-hmm. And so probably there was a lot more laughter until, you know, the day she actually went to heaven. Mm-hmm. But I tried very hard each day for the kids to to not feel an interruption. And, of course, that's absurd to, for a parent to even think of that, right. that you could bridge that loss. But I tried. I tried mm-hmm. hard with the people I met. Ursula mm-hmm. you know, came and, and helped tremendously. And we had several people at the church would camp would you know, come and stay with the kids. I had a, a job that was very uh, demanding job that took uh, a lot of hours, usually seven days a week. I would have to go in at 2 a.m. a lot. Yeah, I just didn't figure I could handle things by myself. But you know you know what, Michelle, you can. Yeah. You really can. You don't realize uh, how God can, what all our Father God can do. And our Lord Jesus, you yeah. know, they are so good. And when you really reach out and try to maintain a personal relationship with them, they don't drop the ball on their end. We drop the ball on our end. We're the right. ones that that we don't have enough faith. We we feel like, you know, everything is a loss. We want to give up. It's just because we need eyes to see the mm-hmm. miracles that, you know, our Abba Father is doing every day. We need to see that, take it to heart and know he isn't going to stop. That's you know, right. And it's going, it's going to continue. And so I don't know if going back to the question of when was the first time I could laugh. I, I don't know if I ever remember not being able to laugh. I believe I just, that. You, know. <laughs> you, Charlie is, he's an adventure. <laughs> I love Charlie. Okay. <laughs> From the moment I met him back in 2013. Yeah. I think that's if we moved we moved in on the same day across the street from one another and he has always been joy always a smile always a story to tell like when you're around Charlie there's going to be laughter I think our personalities match with that we can Charlie can find humor in just about anything I thought I was good okay but Charlie he laughs at himself and I Love that. Okay. If you can laugh at yourself and laugh at your situation, like he's the one, like I had to have him on the show. Okay. Cause when I say, if you have God and you have humor, like you have hope. And Charlie is one of those people. I was like, he has to be on the show. Well, Father God, <laughs> I believe, you know, he invented laughter. He yeah. invented joy. He invented humor. 
Uh, I was in a Bible study about three months ago where uh, the teacher was talking about, you know, how sad Jesus was. You know, I know we've heard that preached to us a lot. He was a man of sorrows. And, you know, of course, he went through you know, crucifixion, uh, uh, fasting, you know, I mean, always on the go, never a, a home, never a place to lay his head. But when he would walk up, and, you know, and just start talking to people and they were immediately drawn to him. I got to tell you, a big part of that, I believe, was because of his joy yeah. and laughter. I think there are a lot of the things that Jesus said that there are, that are intended to be humorous. Right. You know, right. but of course, we in the church believe that that is, you know, a no-no to yeah. think of any of the scriptures as yeah. humorous. Yeah. But I think just by our Father's very nature, He intends for us to be full of joy, yes. full of laughter. And I believe yes. our Lord Jesus is. Yes, absolutely. I totally agree with you. And Charlie, I want to thank you for being transparent, telling your story, and just being on the show. And I know that our listeners are really going to appreciate your story. So I'll give you an opportunity if there's anything else you'd like to share with anyone that may be listening whose wife just recently passed or, you know, maybe it's been three years or 12 years. Well, the big message yeah. is that you, as a man, you don't need to rush out and get married. Okay. Uh, Amen. Women, Amen. <laughs> women know this. Yeah. And yeah. Women don't rush out and get married after they lose their husbands. Yeah. Uh, men do rush yeah. out and get married afterwards because <laughs> they just think they can't handle it. And the big message to all of the men who are your listeners is yeah. with God, you absolutely can handle it. And you will very easily get into a lot more trouble yeah. if you rush into another marriage afterwards, like most men do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that can be quite difficult if you're the woman um, that's experiencing that. So once again, we want to thank Charlie for being on the show. And um, I look forward to hearing from him again. Well, I'm going to find a way to have him back on the show. But that concludes Lost Light and Laughter. Again, my name is Michelle A. And I hope to um, have you on again, Charlie. Have a good thank one, you, audience. Michelle. Thank you very much. All right. Show love, it's time to give praise, everybody, give praise one time, yeah. It's time to show love, everybody, show love one time.